Warning, it is the opinion of the Four Street Productions and the Working Perspectives podcast Weekend Poppin' that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You've been warned, so if you decide to listen, then don't complain like a fuck. <laughs> Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied by special guest, cross-promotional co-host from the Low Life Podcast, the one and only Mickey Bats. And our guest today is Bad Billy, Billy Biceps, Billy Barule, Big Billy Bad Boy, Bill Nichols. Mikey, how we doing, babe? Pretty good, dude. You know, we got fucking Billy B's in the house, so that's always good. Double B's in the Cribbington. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm feeling good, dude. I'm ready to get going. Yeah. Well, I'll tell everyone this. We've been going because uh, we've been recording for over an hour at this point, and old Uncle Maddie forgot to hit the fucking record button, so we're starting over. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. You can find all our content and all our stuff on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can help us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast and join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk at Working P Pod. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, then just do us a favor and email us at workingperspectives at gmail.com. And for the love of God, it's endless with the fucking telling me to not do this. So if you please just subscribe, my wife will stop yelling at me for doing this show. All right, let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working perspective. Exploring your day and how you get paid. Launching a new episode every Tuesday. Okay, so Mickey Bats, we're back at it, doing it again, kicking ass, taking ends, and let me tell you, got a little something to tell you, let me tell you, tell you about our guest today, old bad Billy Nichols. So here's how it goes, right? Your boy, old Uncle Maddie here. I got a great haircut. And if you're watching us on YouTube at our YouTube channel, Work Perspectives on YouTube, or on Instagram at Work Perspectives, uh, you can see that old Uncle Maddie's got a nice high and tight fresh cut, Right. That wasn't always that way. So previously, for a long time, I went to a barbershop that was owned by a Russian guy, right? And it was an old Russian guy. And, you know, he had the hot lather on the back of the neck with the straight edge. And I'll tell you what, sucked me right in. Sucked me right in. Didn't know what was going on, right? I figured I was like, whoa, what am I in fucking New York City over here with the fucking razor? Turns out I wasn't. I was in Lansdale, PA, land of the free, home of the brave. And this Russian guy would eventually get really religious and it would just be an awkward situation to go there to get my hair cut. So 
for a while, I was just looking for like a new place to get a cut. And I'll tell you this, I'd always been envious of like the black barbershop situation or even the Spanish barbershop or the black Spanish barbershop or whatever, right? Like there was always like a barbershop that I felt like I was excluded from. And the reason was, is because I would go to the black barbershop or to the Spanish barbershop and I would go in there and they would just automatically cut my hair like I was a cop, right? And I was like, what the heck, man? You know, not all white guys hair is like a cop, right? So I took a while for me to find a spot, dude. I went to like, uh, you know, the sports clips and like all that, dude. Brutal, brutal, right? And I was there and like, dude, there'd be times there was so bad. Like my mother-in-law owns a salon. So there'd be times so bad that the haircut was so bad, right? That I would leave there and then I would go to her salon. Like I was living in North Wales. She lived in Northeast where the hair salon was in the Northeast. So I would drive like 40 minutes just so that she could fix the shitty haircut I got. And after that happened a couple of times, I was just like, I got to find a spot. I got to find a place. So I had a buddy of mine, right? And we were, he's a good friend of the show, former, uh, former guest and uh, soon to be guest again, listener of the show, friend of the show, Alan Bach, right? One night I was like, it was like a Friday night. I was like, yo, let's, uh, let's go out tonight, you know? And he's like, oh, I can't. I was like, why? He's like, I got to get my haircut tomorrow. And I was like, what? he's like, yeah, so the place I go to, right, uh, in order for me to get my hair cut, I got to get there at like 6.30, and the place doesn't open till 7 in the morning on a Saturday. I got to get there at 6.30, place opens at 7, right, and I get there at 6.30 so I can wait in line so I don't have to wait that long to get my hair cut. And I was like, what the fuck, hold on. This place is so busy that it opens at 7 on a Saturday, and you have to get there at 630 to know that you're waiting in line just to get your haircut. And he's like, yeah. And I go in there and I get my haircut from Bill and it's great. And I was like, all right, well, this place, I mean, if it's that good, then I'm going to fucking try it out. Right. Like it was so good that he's going there on a Saturday morning. Right. He's waking up at fucking super fucking early. You know, the cock crows in the morning. 6 a.m. or whatever to get there by 6 30 in the morning to wait in line for a half an hour just so he can be there to get his haircut right so i gotta try this place out so i figure out where it is and i time it where i can on my way home from work i can hit it up and get a cut right so i go in there right and the first time i go in there it's like barber roulette you know you don't know who you're gonna get you just go in and you're like hey i'm next right kind of thing and you sign in and when you go in and sign in First time I go in there, right? I get our guest today, Bad Billy, Bad Billy the Baba, right? Now, I'll tell you what, the first couple of times you're in there, you don't say much because it's like a show, right? You're watching like all the barbers have their lingo and they're talking. So you're watching the show going down and you're getting your haircut. And I'll tell you what, it was incredible. It was exactly what I've been dreaming of and really, 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 really happy that it ended up that way. And so I would go back in there again. And after the fourth time, of getting lucky and barber roulette and getting bill i knew i was like this was fate it's a match made in heaven right so eventually they would upgrade where you could schedule appointments i've had no one else cut my hair but bill for the last four years right and i now consider him a friend and i'm super happy that he's on the show i would like to say this that when coming up with the show uh, i was talking to bill about it and I discussed, like, we were thinking of different names, right? One of the names was, like, the Blue, Poly Blue Collar Podcast. Another one was, like, the People's Podcast. Another one was, like, you know, Podcast of the Peeps or whatever. 
like, you know what I mean? Like working around podcasts, something like that. Right. And I was talking to Bill and Bill came up with the idea and he said, why don't you name it the working perspectives podcast? Right. And I'll tell you, I mean, it's now an award winning working perspectives Mm -hmm. podcast that's loved and, and listened to by millions around the world. And I'll tell you what, they can thank old bad Billy, Billy biceps, Billy, big, Billy, bad, Billy, the barber for that. So tell you what, super happy he decided to come on the show and was super excited when he said he would be on the show. And, you know, more than more than thrilled that he's here and, and super proud to see like the way he's turned his life around and to know him for the last four years. But before we get started, Bill, I would just like to ask, have you seen the movie Bohemian Rhapsody? And if yes, what'd you think of that piece of shit movie? It was an awesome movie. Son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. So for everyone listening, this is what's going on right now. So uh, fucking your boy, old Uncle Maddie, forgot to hit the record button for the last hour. So we've already done this. And when I asked Bill, when I asked Bill the first time, he said he didn't listen to it. And I was happy. But now he knows how much I hate the movie. So just to fucking stick it in my craw, he's saying that he loves it. So real nice, Bill. Or, or did you watch it in the in the five minute break that we had? You know. <laughs> but yeah, no. So. I just, I, but it felt like deja vu saying the same thing again. So I just said something different. Dude, tell me about it. I just did the exact same intro two times in a row. Fucking. I was fully prepared to do the same snaggle tooth blowjob bit. So, <laughs> sue me. <laughs> uh, just for all you guys out there, you know, we'll keep this in. If, if fucking Uncle Maddie, the guy who gets too drunk at the wedding to fucking record anything, and realize that. <laughs> Dude, to know that like yeah, he hated the guy's snaggle tooth. You know, I thought that they did an excellent place with the snaggle. He made the point, you know, like, hey, as for as gay as he was, you know, those things were pretty sharp, son. <laughs> I was like, nah, I mean, I yeah, if you're Trish from yeah. Limerick Trailer Park, who will suck the paint off of him, dude. You know? Dude, I'll tell you, <laughs> fucking, if you're a gay guy and you see that fucking sandblaster coming at you, right? If you see that fucking <laughs> chomper. You know what I mean? That fucking Miss Pac-Man nomin on you. Like, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm. I'm terrified. You know. But I mean, I would Yo, have to. I would have to say. You, you know, Mike. You're. You're saying <laughs> like, don't knock the snaggle tooth chewy until you try it. Is that what you're going with? That's it. But yo, how funny would it be if like the whole, you know, the line "Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia" came from just someone getting a snag on the dick suck <laughs> from Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're saying like he's going down on a guy and he's nomin nomin Glock Glock 5000 in a guy, right? And all of a sudden he snags on him and the guy's like, oh, mama mia, mama mia, <laughs> let me go, right? Yep. Or more like, mama mia, mama mia, just right. like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure like a bunch of people have done that and all for different reasons than a snaggle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But okay, so we're here to talk about Bad Bill again. So, Bill, uh, you've played football. So, Bill here, born and raised in Harleysville, PA, next to Lansdale, PA, <laughs> land of the free, home of the brave. Uh, he went in the Sauerton School District, graduated from Sauerton High School, played football till he was 16. And, you know, he did a little footy footy football. Bill, uh, you know, from what he told us earlier, liked football, wasn't in love with it. As soon as he started to learn to drive, then he was like, screw football. I got uh, some weed, hula- weed and women. 
Yeah, weed, weed and women. women are way more important than some footy footy football. You know what I'm saying? At least, you know, at that time. And then Bill was me, Bill, and Mickey here all have a something in common where we all started working early at jobs. And you learn a lot working at jobs early when you're a kid. So one of Bill's first jobs is he was a dishwasher at a bakery. And let me tell you, Bill, you loved it, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was called Sticky Business. <laughs> I didn't oh, throw that Billy, in last time. You didn't say that the first time around. Wait, yeah, no. wait Billy wait. Bakery sitting on gold. Fucking Billy Bonzo, baby. It was fucking Sticky Lord, Business. <laughs> sticky Buns Billy. What's up, dude? <laughs> sticky oh, Buns Bill? Good. Not talking about Sticky Business, Bill? Yeah, how good is that? Dude, That's Sticky Business Bill, that dude, Sticky Business should be your fucking nickname. Sticky Business <laughs> Bill, the Sticky Bandit. Come on, Yo, I, hell, I think I think we're on to something. Since I came up with the name, that I'm gonna take that. I'm taking hey. that. Sticky, Sticky Business, Business Bill. Bill. I like hey, that. Man. Also, too, Billy Bees, you should do this whole make it ironic, make it cute. Like you don't get a, another cut until I get my cut, dude. Like, don't let him rip you off on this working perspective. This thing's going to blow up. You need 10%, Jack, or he doesn't get that fade ever again, dude. And that's I mean, it's, I, have admitted, I have admitted that it was Bill's idea, uh, and but, I mean, it's fucking copyrighted, Bill, so it's a little too fucking late for that, buddy. Oh, hey, man. Everybody, <laughs> if everybody helped everybody else out, it would hey. be a better place, so I'm hey, good with it. I, I want to get Bill to get his own show off the ground because Bill's got talent and potential, and we're going to see it here on the show because, I mean, you know, it really does suck. I will fucking say this for the people listening, and God damn it, I hate that I'm even saying it, but we had such a good fucking first hour. The content was so fucking good, and now it's like we're back in it. Where, I mean, we're going to talk about the same stuff and we'll probably gloss over a couple of things that we missed. But goddamn, it was fucking gold. It was Not to gold. Mention, with all this time, now we're going to convince fucking, uh, you know, Sticky Buns Billy over here to do a little, you know, Patreon episode for all you guys wondering what it means to be a Sticky Bun, baby. Yeah, hey, be one of the Sticky Bandits and join Sticky Buns Bill on old Patreon over there. Workingperspectives.com slash Patreon, where yeah. you at, dude? Sticky Bun City, baby. Yeah, Sticky Perspectives over here with Billy, huh? Yeah. Oh, too good. So Bill will work at a bakery. I, 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 saw, yo, I worked yes. at Victoria's Secret for a summer. Shut oh. the front door. <laughs> no way. I'll tell you this. Yeah. this oh, is Billy Brazier. <laughs> 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 Billy fucking Brazier. Oh. <laughs> too good. Oh, man. Lingerie Willie over there. Jesus. <laughs> I like the, I like the Billy Brazier. That was Billy Brazier. Uh, That's so I almost good. choked. Dude, I'll tell you yeah, what, no, when you when you're like a like a young teenager, right? And like go like when you you know, when you're in your like mall rat phase, you know what I mean? And like Victoria's Secret is always a stop on my mall rat phase. I will tell you that. Fucking A. But then you walk in there and you see like your your one friend's grandma and you're like, oh, hey, Mrs. Matham, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, you know, I just got to buy something for me and my husband, huh? You got to keep the fire at my age. And it's like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I was such a horny little kid. I would have taken that grandma in the back every old in and out burger, dude. 
Oh, oh, no, you would have been Billy. You would have been Billy Burgers at Billy Brown. I'd have been rubbing my. I'd have been rubbing my dick through my and one pants back in the oh, day. Man, that you would have yeah, given her. That was a psycho. Dude. You would have given her me? some sticky buns for the road, oh, huh? Fuck yeah, she would have got business. a to go bag, dude, little <laughs> bats, doggy bags. Oh man, Mickey Bats with the sticky business. There we go. That's pretty great. <laughs> That's pretty great. So, all right. So, hold on. So you did. The dishwashing first at the bakery, and then you did dishwashing at the pizza place and the other restaurant, right? When did you work at Victoria's mm-hmm. Secret? That was just a winter thing. I was doing carpentry. I worked so many jobs, and they were all like, I did the carpentry thing, the roofing thing. So in the winter time, they were hiring people just to do register. Yeah, and they oh, wanted, yeah, like and the they wanted men. And like the crazy thing was, that I got the manager discount. I bought this Italian suit. And I got like 65% off. I got it from like the uh, express store. It was fucking awesome. And then I would just, yeah, I would just do four hour shifts there. But then everybody started. And I ended up hooking up with the one manager Ooh, and the one chick. <laughs> Dynamite drop in there, Mickey Bats. That was, that was, well, I, I guess I don't know if I should say her name. Well, it was Brid. Well, regardless. We'll um, just call her Sticky. Th- yeah business <laughs> yeah you gave her the sticky other, business there's this other asian chick uh, and she just worked there then that was cool at first because when i started those two like but then women like grannies started to think like they used to like i was getting like fucking harassed <laughs> and i didn't really care but i was just like everyone kept like thinking i was gay or like grannies were saying i was sniffing oh, panties oh <laughs> like, saying all, like all this shit asked me if i take the stuff home and like what kind of a man works here so i looked at it as like man this is going to be such a good way to get it like you know yeah, but then we started looking at it as like i'm a like then i was You're like Holy shit, i didn't even yeah. didn't even register that like gay guys would work here yeah because they were like a, either you're gay or you're a panty sniffer or both what is it that's pretty much what like they some some women dude were br- like brutal and i used to just laugh and i, I mean i didn't care but dude. once i wasn't getting laid and then that shit was coming on then i was like man what is going what am i doing here yeah this is not good yeah but it dude. was only for that one winter but it was still just an experience it was awesome uh don't you wish like you just have a little violet covid to take back in time and throw in that old bitch's face Wow, hit her with a little fucking COVID nineteen, dude. She'd have wow. <laughs> wow, dude. I hate people who who bust people's balls at work. You know, I really yeah. do because like people are fucking trying their best. Like, what do you mean? What do I work here? You know, like what you you look at me, you think I'm you know half a fucking whatever, but yeah. not true, dude. I'm just earning money here. You're American currency. What are you doing? Yeah. You're mad. You ordered a fucking huge bra. We got a custom order for you. Send it to your house. <laughs> the <laughs> only reason that like. I didn't get upset or that it gets me was because it kind of made me realize like, man, I am kind of fucked up at this point because I wasn't there for the money. I was there just to get laid <laughs> and just trying to get like, get as much as as possible. So she was 100% they were looking right. at it at, they yeah. were looking on it on like the other end of it, but I was still like, man, my intentions for being here are not pure. <laughs> I'm not just trying to work and get by. Yeah. I'm trying to get as much snatch as I can tuck and run. Yeah. Um, That's why I joined the debate team in high school and everyone was like, you're not really serious about hold, this. I'm like, hold, number one, I've been hold, mopping hold you up. And hold the hottest chick ever's in here, dude. All right. Good <laughs> Jesus Christ, Goodwill Hunting. First, in the, in the hour that never happened, we go over your extensive <laughs> library of leather-bound books, and now you're telling us that you were on the fucking debate team? 
Oh yeah, dude. Fucking Mickey, Mickey Bats Debates. Oh, that master legend over there. I was a legend. I was so I was like Trump. I'd walk in there, and be like, "You're all idiots." I walked in immediately. I thought, "You're all idiots." You know, I used to dominate those kids because no one would expect you to show up and be like, "Well, you're a pussy, Jerry." You know, and I did that, dude. I brought the streets to the debate club, and that, dude, <laughs> that's one thing. That's one thing that's always lacking in a high school debate club is the streets. I will. I say. trumped him, dude. I trumped him before Trump. I was like, "Well, Jerry, let me look at you, dude. You can barely carry all yeah. your books to class. Who's taking your opinion, you little twerp?" <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you and Mark go fucking go fucking snub some pencils over there or something, you yeah. fucking student ads. Yeah, nice. All right, well, weird somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was kind of a bully though. I mean, I mean, yeah. but only to the kids who thought they were smarter and cooler. I hated those pretentious fucking assholes, and I still I, do to this day. I yeah, I will say this, and I think everyone will agree. I fucking hate know it alls more than anything. I fucking hate them. I hate them. I want them dead. I don't fucking like them. We don't fucking need them. They're no good. Fucking know-it-alls can go suck a fucking fat one and, uh, you know, go eat a dick. Yeah. True. I'm with that's that. From, that's from the Working Perspectives podcast. Fucking know-it-alls. Go shove. Clip it! And if Hitler was taking those motherfuckers out, I'd have been a Nazi party, dude. Slap one on. <laughs> if they were taking out know-it-alls and not fucking juice, oh, I'm all with it. Dude. I mean... I like you said, know-it-alls... Take a train somewhere, dude. Yeah. I'll smell you later. Yeah, fucking take a lap, know-it-alls. Fucking take a lap. All right? Yeah. Sorry. That got crazy with the Hitler. You can never really, you know, connect with Hitler. There's, yeah, there's real really no – there's no good time to support Adolf, you know? No. Except for when it comes to fashion, dude. He drove fucking hella cool whips. He had the Charlie Chaplin fucking joint. Well, he did have the – I'll tell you this. Like, he did drive Mercedes, and he had a custom wardrobe from Hugo Boss. I know this. Just saying. Just he was saying. a handsome devil, dude. I mean, handsome little scary. But then scary he boy. also he also liked to get peed on by his niece. So there's that. Who doesn't, dude? Right. Who I mean, am I to judge? Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But as long Who as he's killing know it alls, you're okay. Right. You got it, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So what are you gonna do? I'll tell you. I mean, oof, oof. We could talk about Hitler, but we won't. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, no respect. I get no respect. Okay, so, Bill, you were you were washing dishes at, as we said in the hour that never happened, you wash dishes at the bakery, you wash dishes at the pizzeria, you wash dishes at the restaurant, you're fucking sniffing panties at fucking Victoria's Secret, then you're also roofing. So here's something that I will say, and I think you both will agree. And helicopters. And helicopters. Oh, Yo, we'll get, we'll Billy get to Beach, the helicopters. can you just give us the age there? I need to know, like, when were you washing dishes, what age, and then when were you fucking Billy Bras, and then when did you <laughs> step it up to the other spot? <laughs> Billy uh, fucking Bras. Um, 12, 12 to 14 was a dishwashing, and then 14 was, like, I was doing roofing in the summers. Mm. Um, and I did that every summer from, like, 14 till, like, 19. And I... I also this with Billy Brazies. I skipped school so much that I got on the truancy list. So yeah. I went to the guidance counselor and I said that I was uh, depressed. And I just I started working 
every day during roofing. I was I was doing that in the day, and then I was working at the gas station at night, changing oil, and I was graduating school with honors. <laughs> I, probably shouldn't say that. I probably shouldn't say that on here, maybe. But no, I, played dude, the I, I mean, the, the statute of yeah. limitations is fucking way gone, buddy, so you're good. What are they, what are they going to do, Bill? Expel you? <laughs> like, you can fucking say well, it. I wouldn't, there's no way I was going to graduate. Because I was on the doctor's note list on the first week um, of school my senior year. What is the, and the previous year? And the previous I year, too, I got Billy. credit denial. Yeah. I got credit denial the previous year. And I wasn't like, I couldn't get it again or else I wouldn't graduate. So oh, wow. I went there and I was like, hey, can I get homeschool? And they're like, oh, you won't graduate with the class, but you can get it through the state. And they're like, uh, why don't you want to come in anymore? And um, I just like, I just, um, I don't know. I feel I feel like a piece of shit saying anything because like people that really have these issues, you know what I mean? I was like kind of playing say on. it. This is your life, man. Fuck. Well, but you know, some people really do have like real bad depression or like. Well, then they should have fucking got homeschooled oh, too. All right. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, own it, dude. Right. Like, I got the gambit. I don't give a fuck, dude. So hold on. Did you play but fake sick? Let, I love it. I want to say this though. Right. So as we talked about in the hour that doesn't exist that we previously did that no one will ever hear because it's gone. Right. The lost tapes, the lost tapes of Atlantis. <laughs> what, what we did talk about is that when we all we all worked at young ages in like restaurants. Right. And or on job sites like, you know, I didn't do the job sites. I was you guys, but I was in restaurants. And when you're young, working with older kids and older people, you're introduced to things a lot earlier than you're supposed to be, i.e. drugs and alcohol. So, Bill, by this time in high school, you're 16, you'd already been actively using drugs for a number of years, right? No, no, I don't do drugs. You were. <laughs> okay so um, that was just i mean uh no, so, i'm kidding i'm kidding yeah no i i have been yes yeah, just when you say it like that it's like whoa man maybe we shouldn't get this on recording yeah it's no. like you wearing a wire chief what are you doing what Johnny said, yeah, like, wait, wait, when you put it when you put it so harshly like that um no, no i was no, a very you innocent were, child no, who experimented let, right, right was, exactly you were you were being influenced kidding. you were being influenced by I made all my own decisions. I love my that white shit. privilege, yeah. dude. It's systemic. Blame it on that. That's what I oh. do. Like it's the government, dude. My grandpa's fault. What do you want? <laughs> I mean, yeah, your fucking grandpa over here. Jesus. Well, I mean, well, so by the time you were that age where you wanted to get homeschooled, you know, Mickey's grandpa had already screwed you, and you were, you know, you were partying. You were having fun. So oh you probably, God, yeah. You probably did have a lot of these symptoms and you didn't even know it. So don't feel bad about fucking, you know, fucking Johnny Stunad not getting no, no. his fucking homeschool, you know? Yeah, no, I, I get that. Yeah, there's no reason to feel bad, but I just, for the people, I don't want to downplay because some people that really do have like some, you know, real shitty situations that like they really can't handle it and they're falling apart. Me, I just didn't want to go to school. And I just like the chick that I was dating at the time, her parents were split and she actually was, uh, I won't say her name, but she was a real big stoner and like had a shitload of really good weed. So I'd pick her up to go to school and on the way to school, she'd be like, you just want to, my mom's leaving in like five minutes. You just want to go back to my house, smoke the bong and I'll... You know, we'll hang out and so, have sex all day because we're I'll fucking lick your balls until second period, <laughs> dude. Oh, we go in, yeah, absolutely. We out. 
Dude, so, I remember so like I, I went there. That's that's what I, so that was what I was dealing with. Like, if you want to call that like if I if I want to rationalize it out and be like, well, I was dealing with some symptoms. My symptoms was addicted to getting my dick sucked. <laughs> Swollen Billy Balls, dude. Yeah, yeah. Billy oh, Balls had to meet Billy Brazier's. That, that was before business. Billy Brazier. So this was the Billy Bra the Billy Ball stage. <laughs> yeah, this is when your balls got so big you had to put a bra around them. The wall yeah it was a sticky business bill at this point that's for sure dude i remember like i don't know i remember like like fucking playing, oh, playing hooky playing hooky with a girl like the first time and it's like fun but like a couple times in you're like fuck i should go to school today Ugh. you know oh, like one time? there were there was there was some times where i'm like fuck oh god if i like damn i do need to start going in otherwise i'm not going to graduate you know what i mean like, I would get those, but then I was like, well, actually, I'm staying here. Fuck school. Yeah. You know. One time, me and my girlfriend, like, she was so fucking hot, dude. She, like, I remember she used to pick me up from school. She lived close by me. Yeah. And we used to go to Did this, you like. Meet her on the debate team? Oh, nah. She was, like, on the volleyball team, dude. I oh, was like, come baby. on. baby. Yeah, baby, she was a baby. fire bomb, dude. This girl was hot. Whoa. So, um. I fucking, uh, we used to go to this little spot, this little turnoff at a church, like almost like a little turnaround, you know, mm -hmm. like a one way in, one way out kind of deal. No, we used to park now. up there, yep. non-church hours, and sure. bang. Right. And one morning we were there. Right in front we were, of the Lord and Savior? Oh, yeah. JC himself used to fucking slap hand and bang. Yeah. Oh, he's so hype on this chick. <laughs> I bang her all the time. I remember, dude, one time I just, we were pulled over just about the bang. And she was like parked at a weird angle. I'm like, right. yeah, reverse this, dude. You Come gotta on. park it behind it these up. bushes. How many times have back we done this? You know, you're Come on. You know the you get fucking deal here. Dude, she reverses, turns off the car, and then it just like shuts off. I'm like, what? She's like trying to start it up, start it up. Like there's like no gas or something. I'm like, oh my God, we're toast. Her mom has already been left for work. My mom too. I the only chance was my dad, who like didn't have a great relationship with me wait wait this is like so th this wouldn't be at night like she'd be like this driving is... you to school and instead of going to school you you go to an abandoned like a church lot that's empty 7 15 in the morning yeah and you're pounding out in front of our lord and savior jesus christ yep. and our <laughs> heavenly father and yep. you're you're pra you're participating in premarital fornication and then the car breaks down and you're I'm like, giving her the father, son, holy fucking spirit, cousin. Right, I'm right, fucking right, right. Mashing yeah, it up. Yeah. You know yeah. how you would as a kid, you know? And I have to say that because I don't do that anymore. I don't Who does, fuck man? for God. God. Right. It, I fuck but, for the know. sandwich after, you know? Yeah. Like, and that's the truth. Yeah. So, yeah, then I like had to call my pops, you know? I'm like, dude, where I ran out of gas. He's like, where are you at? I'm like, well, the church that you lead the Boy Scout group in, it's like my adopted dad. He's like, okay, I'll be right there. I'm like, oh, dude, yeah. I mean, Once yo, these fucking hooters over here, his head's going to explode. There was a couple times, though, like when I like would start like with chicks and stuff, there's a couple times where like I know my dad was like, good for you, son. You know what I mean? Like there's a couple things that happened where he was like, that's my boy. You know what I mean? Right. This was actually and then he one fucking of the left, very few. So. Yeah, very few for me, actually. It was my adopted dad. So, like, he pulls up with, like, a little thing of gas. He's, like, a nerd guy who keeps a fucking thing in case there's an emergency, you know? Yeah, like, sounds like a smart guy. Fucking oh, the nerd. best. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the fucking best. Well, so, uh, like, how nerdy was he? Was he on the debate team? 
Was he that fucking? Nah, he was like he was red hair, tall, lanky, you know, like uh, math guy. He's an accountant or was before he went to the post office. So pretty um, nerdy. I mean, but that sounds like a good paying job. So yeah, dude. And you know, it, you're right. He's a fucking one of those. We gotta, redef- we gotta redefine nerd these days, man. I mean, I know we're going right, bird walking right. here, but like, you know. I mean, I'm just saying. Sorry to interrupt. So no, you're, you're, you're right. Fucking... Though, but a pale, tall guy back in the day, he's not very competitive. You know, he's one of these guys. So you know, you know, he's I mean, little, people would say he's a little soft, but he's he not. was really you know, born was in the wrong like era, right? Like he right. sounds like a guy that would be have 20 million followers on Twitch, right? Like, oh, right dude, now. he would have been you like, know? yeah, oh, second, he would have been like fucking PewDiePie or something today, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah, too bad he, he was gas. Norm the accountant. So okay, right. so he gives you the gas, and then and, you're and like, "Hey, him, I'm like, hey, Dad, you remember Steph? She's like, her hair's all fucked up. She's like, you want to change the name to protect ah, dude? What does she care? What a, you know? Right. know? Maybe we'll call her fucking Sticky. Whatever you guys, want, <laughs> you know? Dad, you remember so, yeah, Sticky? Yeah. So I'm like, yo, yo, pops, you remember old Stickarooski, right? And he's like, oh yeah, I remember Sticky, son. And I'm like, all right, well, we're already late. So just so you know, you're going to get a call. We're going to be late, but you're helping me. You know, let him know. And he goes, uh, he said, where are you going after this? I said, right to school. And he goes, sure. Yeah. And I'm like, I looked at him and he was like, don't let the fucking house alarm go off. And I was like, oh, Pops knows that I didn't know it, dude. He could see it in my face. Mickey Blue Balls. He just saw his son. He's like, dude, that kid needs to come. Go home. Don't fuck up the garage code <laughs> and get that comment on, dude. She was such a smoke, dude. Just wait, 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 so wait a second. Hold on, Mickey Bats here. True. I have, true I have to ask you a question. I've, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not true debating. Story. I'm not debating the truth of the story. I completely believe you there. I do have to ask though. How did you like? Wait, so. You park the car, right? And then you're in the middle of banging while the car is parked but still running. And then... No, she okay. parks it up, right? Okay. And and I, honestly, I didn't even start banging it. I'm just getting that, like, remember back when you were 18 and you would just get a blowjob before every sex session? It was... Girls uh, just thought, yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So, you know, like, blowjob, I'm like, yeah, this is lit. And yep. I look up, and like you said, Matt, I'm looking at JC in the eyes. Right. Usually we park a little behind, so there's a shrub between me and, and you know, our, our holy Lord and Savior. Yeah. Yeah. This time I'm locked eyes. Me and JC ski, we're yeah. looking right at each other. Yep. I'm and like, he's thinking chill, chill, to chill. himself, I sacrificed, you know, I died for on this? the cross for this fucking Stunad right here. For there you go. This is what it was fat for. Potato boy. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. So, so I say to her, I say, hey, yo, sticky. <laughs> you got to chill, dude. She's like, what, dude? This is awesome. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's pretty cool for me, too. But we got to reverse, dude. I'm looking fucking. <laughs> Christ, right in his eye. You know, yeah, I can't keep making eye contact with JC while I'm getting the sticky bumps right. here. And that's when she went to, and it was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And, you know, and I'm not a car guy, you know, so I'm like, we got to walk, you know, let's get back to it. You know, might as well fuck before we walk. Yeah, like, I, that's, that's the first thing I would have done is been like, look, we'll figure out the car in a couple minutes. Fucking, th- let's go. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm solid as a rock. Car, what kind of car was it? Pontiac Sunrise, the smallest car ever. So, okay, so that, that was, that really was almost like, like uh, so that was, is it a two-door? Yep. Uh, bad Billy. <laughs> so we had, we had, we had Billy Busboy. We had Billy Dishwasher. We had Billy Bath Soap. We had Billy Brazier. 
we had Billy buys the balls, Billy the roofer, and then we had Billy the carpenter. So what was next for Bad Billy after did we get to what all right, landscaping. Let's talk about it. Also, let's talk about this, right? When we were in school, and this is one of the hot topics that we were talking about that I wish that we had from the hour that never happened. But when we were doing talking in the hour that never happened, we had discussed like the different types of drugs that that were available back when we were in high school. And one of the big ones was what is known on the streets as ecstasy. Right. So bad Billy, Mickey Bats, Billy, what were your thoughts on old ecstasy? Oh yeah, I I wrote all the, <clears throat> I wrote all like the uh, the pills. I wrote them down and like the design on the front of my agenda. <laughs> so, wait, wait, like, wait, wait, wait. So like you had like so for the kids I now mean, that I'm, have I'm, tablets, I'm, they would give you an agenda at school that was like a planner, right? And that's yep. what you're saying. Like you would write it down front the- page front page yeah and like open it it was all different i was so proud and you just like put a check mark next to it like yep did that one did that one twice triple stacked on that yeah no i'll find it i like we'll we'll definitely buy it yeah i'll I'll, if i still have it i'll definitely just show you because it's you can't make it up and there's so many there's so many jesus billy b what year was this like what music was in your headphones as you were like uh, let me write down all these fucking you had a you had a portable portable cd player and you had the headphones that wrapped around the ears you were listening to some 41 and it was fucking great it it was eminem he was a big the eminem uh, show marshall mathers lp what are we talking two pills i popped on my pew pills spell swell up like two pennies which one's that from I'm what Clint Eastwood in his mid twenties. Uh, I guess uh, I graduated in 03, but I was doing this shit before oh. I could drive. Yes, and so when when's I, this year? You're talking about this was like think. in the late nineties. So I remember that Jaw Rule like Rolling song and that Rolling Limp Biscuit song. Yeah. Oh, that um, was the best, dude. So funny you should mention that. Uh, former guest of the show and co-host on the Weekend Pop and Diana Spencer. Her episode aired a couple weeks ago, and uh, she had talked or she had showed us something in her house that, you know how, like, if you go to a girl's house or something, they'll have like a picture or painting that says like live, laugh, love, or something like that. Right. Which is like, you know, some corny fucking girl bullshit. So Diana Spencer had a picture that said live, laugh, limp biscuit. (laughs) And it turns out that she is a massive limp biscuit fan and we were going over it. So Roland was a massive hit. My way was a massive hit. Uh, did it all for the nookie was a massive Ooh, hit what a uh, banger that was yeah. dude. Uh, what was the cover that they did the george michael cover um oh behind blue eyes no no no. uh you're nice if i could touch your body i know not everybody has got a body like me yeah you gotta think twice before i yep. get my heart yeah so they did the Wait, cover. Do you have that cover? Yes. Dude, shut One the more fuck time. <laughs> but they did the cover to the George Michael song. God damn it. It's going to drive me nuts if I can't think of it. And like, yeah, they had like my way, my way or the highway. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Right. Which was about coincidentally doing ecstasy. Right. Little Limp Biscuit. Roland was about doing ecstasy. So. Either way, uh, Billy Billy Bats here, Billy Baba Rule, Billy Baba Ganoush, Billy Billy Poppin' Pills here. 
love some ecstasy. I'll tell you, man, do you guys, did you ever get into like the robo tripping or core seeding or anything like that? Like, dude, this was a weird time in America, right? Like kids loved doing ecstasy and drinking cough syrup and taking cough medicine and fucking whacking out to, you know, fucking robo sandstorm and dude, remember, a bottle or two of robo tussing. Oh, do you remember system of a down? Remember toxicity when that came out? Oh my mm-hmm. God. What an album. That was an incredible album, right? System of a Down. I was too young for that to hit for me. Oh, but dude, I remember this go, go back to it, man. Chop Suey, Toxicity, right? Like, great songs on that album. That was a great, great album. Yeah. Also, too, do you guys remember Tenacious D? Anyone ever get in Oh, yeah, dude. D? Fucking love Big me Tenacious some Tenacious D. Tenacious D. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the Weird Al fucking era, dude. Remember when Weird Al was just pumping out hits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, Weird Al, I remember, God, he had a, well, I mean, like, uh, dude. I've been dude. spending most my life. Yeah, Amish, Amish Paradise. I would, love to so see, I would love to see his biggest hits of all time. Because, like, he had, uh, a dude, Amish Paradise has got to be up there. But didn't he have. Number uh, one. W- uh, no, because I, well, I think it is. But also, remember White and Nerdy? That he came out with. Oh, yeah. That was the riding dirty parody. Good catch me riding dirty. You know what yeah. I mean? And that one yeah. was White huge. And, and then pretty fly for a rabbi, right? Oh, dude. Offspring. Oh, that one was like the first one. Yeah. That was dude, the best offspring. One. What the fuck happened to offspring? God. Just eat it. Dude, they were a massive band, offspring. Yeah. So we relive in the old days, but either way. So let's keep it moving. From you know, we're still haven't gotten over the hour that was, the hour that never happened, the hour that the lost tapes was. hashtag working perspective lost tapes. Yeah, lost love, lost, lost tapes. tapes, fucking sticky business gone forever. Fucking seeing sayonara, see see you later, never knew you. Uh, either way, so let's keep it moving. So, Bill, you're in high school, right? You're kicking ass, you're taking ends, right? You're working all these jobs, you're not going to school. So wait. You would get homeschooled, and where were you working while you were homeschooled? I was doing roofing, and I was working at night doing uh, oil changes. Dang. So I would work like, and then I would I would just see a teacher for two hours on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Where and where, then where did you go to the homeschool? Was it Lansdale she, teaching she would, and tutoring? No, she would come to the house. That's where I went when I I got expelled. She would come right to my house. Oh, yeah. oh, they thought you were a guy with shit for brains, dude. They were like, "We got to go over to fucking Philly, no brains house over here today." <laughs> no, I, to I, I, they thought I was depressed, so I was still going through the school. I wasn't expelled. I wasn't kicked yeah. out. No, I was or just like this kid's got emotional issues. Let's go over to this yeah. pussy's house and read him fucking, you know. Green Columbine just man. happened. They're like, oh, <laughs> this guy's had a beard since the seventh grade. Keep him home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this kid he had a long jacket one time so we're gonna watch yeah. out for him you know dude yeah. Columbine, I, I, jesus christ graduated dude. with honors dude i did too actually yeah i'll say every day working yeah. two jobs making bank dude I, awesome. I was only on yeah. the team but yeah i mean that's pretty cool dude yeah dude, so here's sounds, my question yeah. to you about the gas station okay that, you said you were doing oil changes but i had a buddy who worked at sunoco and dude we were schemey kind of kids you know we would come up with these fucking schemes for him to just slip a couple hundred because you hold this wad as you're taking people's money for gas you know we probably came up with a hundred ways to like secretly rob him and just pressured him into just stealing a 20 every like 
half hour. <laughs> we would have weed money for like weeks. Did you ever come, you know, into that like, oh, should I steal this shit right now? Nah, that only because uh we knew the I knew the owner and mm-hmm. like I like personally and like I don't know. I he was a fucking hard worker and like he just I knew with the gas, he only he made money off the garage and the oil changes, not the gas. And uh I don't know. My dad owned a gas station. I just didn't steal and never was even in my, I never even thought of it Did you just because guys... I knew him personally. If I didn't know the owner or something and I was some like punk, you know, whatever, it's different. But like, I knew him. I was happy to be there. It was easy. Sure, sure. Always, always signed my paychecks. Would Dude, you, you guys... seem really grateful for all your jobs, which is yeah. a crazy perspective for such a young man at that time. Even yeah. at the bakery, he was like, Dude, I was just happy to be there. That's yeah. wild, dude. Because I was the kind of guy I'd spit your fucking corn chowder if you gave me lip, you know. But it's <laughs> fucking clear the table fast enough. I'm Fuck telling it. you the truth, dude. I didn't love the guy I was, but you know, that's that's big of you. That speaks highly of you, I think. Yeah. You no, are... I, I, I appreciate that. It's just being yeah. just who I was. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> who you are? Because still I, the same I thing. think because I went through yeah. such a hell at my home because my parents with like the divorce and shit, and it was such like. I had to tell, like, tell my mom that my dad, like, it was just fucked, like, that whole thing. So I guess, like, the work was maybe an escape, but without real, I don't know. I just was grateful to be anywhere and to be making money and to be able to, like, to be in charge and in control and sure, sure. of my own life and have, like, a purpose and, like, not have to always rely on. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it was just, I was always grateful. Yeah. Yeah. I think ever- I always wanted to be older. Did you ever yeah. pull the uh did you ever pull the cigarette scam on like a 7-Eleven where two guys like you and a buddy go in, one buddy goes over to the like the Slurpee place and they get the biggest cup, the jumbo big gulp, fill it up, right? And then spill it on the floor. And they tell the guy behind the counter, like, dude, I fucking spilled the Slurpee. So when the guy goes to check out and look at it, the other guy hops up on the counter and grabs some smokes out of the top and locks out right that was the that was the smoke scam we ran back in the day i did that by myself but i used no slurpee decoy i was such oh i was such a well-rehearsed thief you guys gotta understand i don't know my history here but i was brought up by you know criminals for 10 years until i went into the system like i i learned how to fucking steal they call me Mickey Medicine Cabinets, dude. I would be in there. I'd take every prescription in your crib, dude. I'd clean you out. Nine, ten years old. So, like, and when it got to it as a high school, you know, and I'm from an area, you know, I was adopted into the suburbs. You know, everybody's sweet. You know, everybody's scared to do nothing. Nobody's got talked in their fucking mouth before. And, and the same goes for the people working the counter, you know? So, like, I remember, wow, you're right. Remember how they used to put them up here and they were down here? They used to, like, line that circular thing. So I would just wait and I would watch until their their heads were in the register. And then I would sneak out. And like for a while, I would only steal like marble menthols, but I was a Newport smoker. Right. You know? But I just couldn't make the reach, dude. I'm a small guy. Got a big heart, small guy, <laughs> big heart, you know? <laughs> so I couldn't get it. But then, dude, I started getting nice. And, I started, and then one of my friends, dude, who worked at Wawa, I did this for probably a year, year and a half. And I hit all the Wawa's in my area. Like, you know, I would just take one off and go to the next. He was like, dude, Mickey, like, yo, the boss called us in the back room, everybody today, beginning of the shift. They have a picture of you 
know, on the wall. And they said, does anybody know this guy? You know, he's like a Siggy bandit. And everybody was like laughing like, oh, yeah, we know that guy's Mickey Betts. Yeah. But nobody snitched. And I just didn't go in there for a while. And back then my hair was all big. I was an emo dude. I had like a lip ring. I didn't go into this one while about my picture for two years, dude. Next time I went in there, fucking shave cut, you know, Billy B's gave me a chop. I was looking good as shit. I rolled right in that joint, got a pack of noops, and, and we were good. Jesus, fucking, fucking Mickey Smokes over here, huh? Oh, <laughs> the smoking bandit. All right, so Big Billy, Billy the Big Bad, Billy Big Balls, Billy Bads. All right, so Bill. You graduated high school, right? Then you go into carpentry. Did you go to like school for carpentry after high school or like an apprentice or how did it work? What'd you do? I just, since I already did roofing and siding, I just ended up working for the guy and he just self-taught me. And I just ended up, I kind of picked up on it really quickly. Yeah. I would, I'd be like his right hand man. And then he would just would leave me in charge and I would bring a buddy along to help me nice dude so you're like at a young age like he's leaving you like he's like setting you up at jobs to like take care of it how'd you like the carpentry and like using tools and working with your hands it's good i liked it yeah Yeah, did you learn a lot you you, can you still uh you still whack up some stuff with some tools or what babe absolutely yeah so like i always felt like that's like a rewarding job too you know dude it is like since this pandemic, you know, like my company went down. So my brother and I, you know, he's, he's got a little investment property. You know, he's got a duplex. So I'm, I'm helping him fix up the top, you know, and, it, and it, you're absolutely right, man. It's like such a rewarding thing to be able to see the work you did at the end of the day, you know, as opposed to picking up 200 fucking customer service phone calls or whatever. Yeah. But Billy, I have a question for you, bro, because it seems like you took to the hammer bang and pretty easy. Did like growing up, did your pops have you help him out with that kind of shit? Like, were you familiar, you know, uh, with a tape measure? You know, you knew how to kind of run a sawzall yet or not? Good fucking question there, Mickey Bats. All right. Um, no, that was a good question. Yeah, no, my my pops was uh, in Vietnam, so I I learned how to shoot a gun really young and knew how to be aware of my surroundings and knew the shit. I knew to. if anything I was going to do, do it as best as I possibly could or don't do it at all. Cause and anything don't I do trust them damn commies. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so he never really not handy, but always like I had to be on point. So when yeah. I ended up going, like, I don't know. It was, uh, it was awesome though. Uh, definitely. It was definitely a good thing. Nice man. Good discipline. Good discipline. Yeah. Dude. And, and you learn like, there's a lot of different things you learn, you know, I don't know. I always felt too, like, I mean, yeah, I'm with you where it's, you learn different things. Like having, I think having some uh, parent that had a military background, it is good for like the structure of a child because they do focus on structure and and dependability and and things like that, which I think is, yeah. A hundred percent. Like Billy's main theme here, if you guys have been listening, it's just been like, dude, I liked working at the bakery. I liked doing all this shit because I knew that I'd have the money to do what mm-hmm. I wanted to do. It gave me the sense of security. That, yeah. That's, again, like I said earlier. And sense of purpose, yeah. Like you're sure, doing man. something. Yeah, you're like, yeah. you're doing something for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's Billy, like I said, Billy dude, that's a grown perspective. You know, like that's a very adult mindset, you know, yeah. and uh, I think you should kind of pat yourself on the back for that because a lot of kids don't get that, man. Like, honestly, bro, it took me a while to understand that about myself and like, yo, man, you make your own way in this world. Like, you know, yep. for me, you know, I went through this, like, you know, 
foster service and this and that and being shuffled around, you know, it's kind of this person's problem, this person's problem, you know, before you know it, it's like, yo, you know, if I could just figure it out for me, you know, yeah. when, when, when kids do have to finally look themselves in the mirror and be like, yo, buddy, you're really all you got until, you know, all the other shit falls into place. That's, that's, that's huge, man. Yeah. I'm man, happy well, you, you did that so young, you know, I think no, that probably I, made I, you the man I, you were. I, I, I appreciate that. That's a great compliment, man. I really appreciate that. Thank you. For sure. Nice. Good shot there, fucking Mickey Bats. All right. So let's keep it moving. So you go from the landscaping, or sorry, you go from carpentry, then you dive into landscaping full time. Now, I'll say this, right? These these fucking manual labor jobs, dude, you are fucking working. This is not a joke shit. Like, you know, I was talking to a buddy of mine today about how, like, before I worked in an office, I was bartending full time or whatever. Like, there was never a day when you would go to work where you're like, oh, I ain't doing shit today. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, that doesn't exist like in the bartending never. world or in the barber world or anything like that. But for some people and these are the people that like don't get ahead in the office. But I feel like the people that don't have this mentality do get ahead. Where the people that come in, like there's people that come in the office be like, dude, I ain't fucking doing shit today. I'm just going to sit here in front of my computer and fucking dick off, right? Like that's not a good attitude to have, but there's a lot of people that have that attitude. So Bill here would end up landscaping full time, right? And I feel like that helps build like the get up every day, fucking get your fucking working hat on, get to work, do the damn thing. How did you like landscaping, Bill? What did you learn? How did you, you know, how did it go? Let us have it. And and real quick before, make sure you add this. What was your favorite Spanish word or Spanish curse word? Oh, 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 <laughs> Dynamite dropping there, Mickey Betts. I actually tapes, worked on, dude. I actually worked with all white college kids. I didn't work with any Spanish people, no. which, which is unheard of. I know. Did you learn any Spanish like, in the restaurants? Um, no, oh, not really. Damn. No, I actually damn. never really was. No, that's crazy. Yeah. Never was around um, any. Well, you're a racist. Yeah. It's official. Time. Yeah. Racist Bill. <laughs> yep. I know. Billy, Billy the bigot. Like, that's what we call him. I'm just yep. sitting here thinking. Billy like, you the know bigot. What? I never actually worked with any Mexicans. <laughs> I never worked with any Mexicans. Oh, wait. No. Davido. Uh, at Zach's Pizza. Davido. Yeah. Oh, I did. Right. But I don't think he, I don't know where he was from, but like, yeah, he, he had some crazy. We kind of oh. stayed away from him. We didn't really fuck with Davido. <laughs> He's a like we were young and he didn't like he didn't know how like the language barrier wasn't good so like yeah. he yeah. would just i don't know he would buy his beer and then like we would just give him a thumbs up but it said we couldn't really get much from from him yeah yeah those uh the language barriers so you're no longer billy the bigot i'm sorry i even thought of that that's never that that's was never so funny dude but okay, uh, so okay. let's Say keep it going then. So you're landscaping, right? How did you like it? What were you doing? Did you also do the shoveling snow too? Like plowing snow? Yeah. Or what? Yeah, in the wintertime with the landscaping, we do that. So what would you that do during nice. the summer? Landscape. Like what like were you on the rider? Were you pushing? Were you whacking? <laughs> what were you doing? Oh, we did everything. I, I did hardscaping, building walls. We did mowers, you name it. Any kind of thing outside. And I love that shit. I love yeah. being out in nature. I, yeah. I definitely, there's something so freeing about being outside in nature. Yeah. Bro, and, I, and getting uh, paid. With, with uh, actually, 
friend of the the show, co-host Justin Richardson. Yeah, his brother J Dub's brother owns a little landscaping hardscaping yeah. company. Shout out Spud. Yeah, D Bill, dude. D Bill yeah. with the longest balls, dude. They call him Long Ball D Bill, dude. This Long Ball this Bill, got a hammer, dude. He really does. This guy's got a hammer and instead of and and, it's, and a pair to go with it. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, dude, same thing. And I was an office guy. Then next thing you know, I'm out here. I'm fucking cutting grass. And I'm doing weeding. What's and then it? we move on to the hardscape. I build someone's yeah. patio for their pool, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool, man. I'm out here listening to my fucking podcast. You know, I got like fucking music playing all day. I'm, I'm smelling the fresh air. There's something what? about that. Yeah, yeah, no. absolutely. I, I'm, I'm, I, I miss it. I love it, dude. The manual labor is legit. I'm with you. Plus, you like. You like you feel like at the end of the day, like a good hard day's work, like you sleep better, you're eating better. Like, I don't know. I think it's just a, it is fulfilling when you do that type of work. And like you were saying, uh, Justin Richardson's brother, Dave Billick, he runs Tremel Landscaping. You can find him on Instagram at Tremel at Tremel underscore landscaping. And that's T-R-O-E-M-E-L underscore landscaping. And you can see the work they do. They do great work. Shout out to them. Shout out to Dave. I've known Dave. We went to Catholic school together. I've known Dave since second grade. Really good. So you dude. know the long ball, Dave, dude. He'll he'll lay a fucking great set of fucking concrete and he'll lay that pipe, dude. The guy's dick is as long as a fucking scaffolding. It's it's huge. <laughs> this guy, dude, you walk into a room, you're mad at him. You're like, dude, don't bring this big old dick in here. He's like, sorry, man. I just gotta make the patio the best I can. You know, the yeah. dick comes with me. So. Good for him. That guy was dealt a shit hand, so I'm glad to see that he got something out of it. Good for him. Oh, dude, he got about nine inches out of it, dude. Ah, That's damn. Crazy. All right. Hey, I didn't measure. I'm just saying, dude, you took a gawk at that thing. Oh, hey, oh. Jesus, and that soft, too. Golly. Oh, yeah, unless he had a boner in the truck and the boner went straight down, which I doubt it. <laughs> Man, all now right. boners are hard to deal with, dude. So let's keep it moving then. So I'm really interested to get into this after speaking of helicopters. <laughs> so speaking, <laughs> so uh, Bill, you went from landscaping to you worked on and with helicopters. So really, can you give us like a deep dive? What were you doing with the helicopters? What did you learn there? And like all of that, because this is fascinating because not a lot of people get to work with the choppers. You know what I'm saying? Fucking chopping it up. Well, I chopped up the cocks. Nice. Hey, <laughs> nah, <laughs> Billy I, I Bees from nah, Billy Bisexual. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no. Billy, oh, if he God. can't get um, sex, he buys it. There we go. There no, I, um, I worked on the cockpits. Oh, hey, Billy Boys strikes again. The chopper in the cockpit. So wait, what were you doing in there? Like, were you putting them together? Were you flying them? Were you cleaning them? No, like, I, the I did all interiors, but then I like they had. I was like, I did. Then I specialized in just like all the shit that's all the above is all carbon fiber. And then I start. I did like the interiors, like the doors, everything interior on the helicopter would have to be like custom, like fitted and made and carbon fiber and it's like epoxy shit and you'd have to fit it and then shape it and cut it and it was a pain in the ass nothing fit wait wait wait. back the fuck up back up the truck billy back it up all right so (laughs) you you go into the chopper you're in the pit of the cock right 
And in the movies, you see like the panels with the big red button and you look up and there's flippity floppities and dippity dappities and all that stuff. You're saying that you put in that all those buttons and everything and all of that. Yeah, just just the shit, not the electrical. Okay. Everything else, like the, the fiberglass, the carbon structure, fiber. The walls. The yeah, structure. So instead of like, right, drywall, they're putting in this like fucking... So like because yeah. of the way the electronics were done and all the buttons were there, the panels that you would have to put up of the carbon fiber had to be exactly measured to fit every button and every flippity switch in there, right? Yeah, that wasn't so much. It was more or less fitting. Like even when you go on an airplane and you'd like look um, at the window, like how the window is set up in there, same thing. Like I'd be setting that same shit up, but you'd have to to get that perfect fit sit in there to like the fascia with like the interior you'd have to like mold those on and then sand them and it was uh it was Jesus not a good way it was done Christ. so how the fuck Wait. did you get this were you yeah. building bootleg resumes dude how did you go from edging somebody's fucking grass to edging out a plane in fucking it you know. it's all who, it's all about who you know yeah that's true it's all about who you know. you know and who you blow there I was actually go. out front. I was <laughs> I was just washing my car and the kid that I used to landscape with at the place, he went to school and to do interiors and wanted to work on cars. Couldn't get a job anywhere that like everywhere that was willing to hire him to do like interiors of cars or like upholstery and shit like that. We're only offering like 12, but he'd been landscaping for years and was making 18. So he was like, I'm fucking, I went to school for two years to get paid $6 less than what I was making. That's bullshit. So he went to this helicopter place just for the shits and giggles. And they really needed people. And they they were trying to transfer over from uh, contractors to direct employees. So he got hired there and he was like, dude, you got a good enough background. Like you, I'll at least introduce you. They're trying to get people to do like the interior work. So I just went in there and I just gave them a resume and they walked me around and they introduced me to people and I was likable. And they're like, you know what? We'll give you a 90 day trial. So I, I got paid a certain wage and they like trained me for 90 days. And then by the end of the 90 days, I was so good and picked up on it that I was a lead. So I like, that's when I led the cockpit. I just did, I was oh, in charge of every damn. single cockpit. Damn. Look good at Billy here. here. Damn. That's yeah. awesome. So wait, so can you kind of give us like what was a day in the life of a cockpitter like, right? I mean, once a cockpitter, always a cockpitter, and you're a born cockpitter. So what was Did the you guys day go in the life of first? Of, yeah, shaft. Would yeah. you start with the head? Work <laughs> yeah. your way down. Yeah. What is the day in the life of someone who's pitting cocks? Yeah, why? Do, and also, did you yeah. ever find out why the cockpit? Why that? Name? Not to dick. No, not to dicky. But your co-host is fucking like. Uh, Good co-host. Very yeah, good he's co-host. doing it. He Mickey bats today, babe. Hey, fucking crazy. I appreciate that, Billy Bees, baby. Nah, That's Billy fucking vibes right there. It's dude. very, very, very few often that I ever like get taken off of my uh where I'm like, I don't know, ungrounded or uncentered. But like sometimes the shit is so fucking fun. I, I have to. It doesn't register. It takes a second to register. <laughs> you and played high I'm, school like, football, laughing. Billy. I was a wedge breaker, dude. I'm a wedge breaker in real life, dude. I just throw some bullshit down the middle, and yeah, you swing it. Off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Amen. Billy Brother. Billy, Billy Brother. That's the guy, dude. Fucking great. Billy Double B's, son. All right. Billy so, Bi. Billy, Billy Biceps. <laughs> nice. Billy Bisexual. <laughs> oh, he's dropping the cocks. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, he is. 
fucking crazy. I don't even. I'm just. I'm. I'm lost again. What were, what were you asking me? Do we know where the name cockpit came from? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I guess that's. I guess they just thought mainly men would be in there. I bet you it has something to do with um, badminton, like the shuttlecock. No, it's got to be something to do with a bird, right? A birdie. That's what a birdie is, a shuttlecock in badminton. I bet you that's synonymous. It's probably same origin. I I guarantee it. it I'm a fucking dude. They call me Mickey off the top, son. I'll just fucking (laughs) bang, bang, bang till I get one. All right. Uh, Where did the term cockpit from? from? The entomology. The word cockpit was originally a sailing term for the coxswain station in a Royal Navy ship and later the location of a ship's rudder controls. Uh, Citation needed, I don't know. Cockpit first appeared in the English language in the 1580s. A pit for fighting cocks from cockpit. So it's an old English term for, I guess the swain is, is that where the, like the wheel is on a ship? So I guess it's just like the control. That's the helm. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't fucking, all right. All right. Can we do a Google search real quick on shuttlecock and cockpit (laughs) correlation? Yeah. Knock yourself out on that. So Bill, while he's Google searching, give us a little... (laughs) Yeah, give us a little background on what you're doing, what a day in the life of a cockpitter was. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I, I was, I'd have to get there so early, so I'd have to leave. I'd be up at like four, I'd leave by five, I'd be there by six in the morning, and I'd work till 6.30. And it was an hour drive, so like I was doing like 14-hour days, and uh, I don't remember much of it. It got yeah. kind of fuzzy there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but no, just... and you, you just would go in there, and that was a job where you could fuck off. Not like ours. Like, there was so much shit going on yeah. and so many, like, indirect employees. And when you were running your own show, you could just go disappear. Like, yeah. I would go in, like, the VIP bathroom um, where, like, people that were coming in to buy the helicopters, like, employees weren't allowed to be in there. This was, like, oh, the VIP. Shit. This is where, like, they brought the clients in to wine and dine them to show them their bird and, Damn. like, all that shit. That's the real cockpit there, baby. So Show I, I the bird, go, yeah. I, I would... <laughs> I would just... Uh, I would, um... I would just go into that bathroom and just like sit in there on the toilet for like two hours. <laughs> yeah. Just dude, it was just so have a long sesh, right? I'd just sleep in there because no one, they weren't bringing clients in hardly ever. So like I would just go in there and sometimes shut the lights off and just sleep. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Pretend like you're dropping yeah. some heat, you know? Yeah. Just right? pass out. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I was getting drug tested, so I could I didn't do any drugs in. I didn't do yeah. nothing. I didn't even smoke, no drinking. Damn. I did do Damn. ecstasy a couple of times though. Didn't do it not at work, but right. it involved pussy. So hey. I, I, I broke. There you go. Nice. <laughs> I risked everything cool. in my whole career for some pussy. I mean, Same, that's dude. just a you know, that's the story of our lives. That's so good, it's man. all it's all for that. So that okay. goes back to the job. Let me tell you this. You guys will like this. Love it. So that goes back to me when I was doing the um the job at the gas station. Me and this one kid, Kenny Council, mm. we were doing <laughs> this project for KKK. Uh, <laughs> we Councils with a C. And two years, dude. <laughs> they called him Kenny Council with a K, dude. That's where that triple K came in, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, 
Where's the oh, yeah, one? If it's KKK, yeah, where's the third K coming from? Because you have to be very specific, you know. This is with a K, right, well, so that last so, K. Okay, Bill, sorry. Go. Keep, go, Bill, go. I'm, I'm sorry. The funniest sorry. thing about that is Kenny's black, but regardless. Um, <laughs> <laughs> me and Kenny, we uh, – we we go to, we asked Lou we were doing a project for school and we were like we were supposed to ask like an elder that we respected what's the best piece of advice he would give a teenager like someone who's just like at eighteen with their whole life ahead of them what's the best piece of advice so we asked this dude and he always he was a little bit out there but he was cool as shit this is what I mean about like how I, why I didn't steal from him because he was fucking he was crazy but he was who he was he wasn't yeah. trying to be what yeah. somebody else wanted him to be like so yeah. you, you just respected that that's who he was and like i don't know what's the whole yeah. other thing but anyways we asked him the question he looks at us real like pissed off and confused and lights a cigarette and walks away and we're like what the fuck was that he comes back around like 20 minutes later lights a new cig and he's holding this big flagstone and he lays the big stone down and he's holding this big mallet and he looks at us and we totally forgot and we were smoking weed and shit so at this point we forgot that we even said like we asked him like we were done with it we just whatever he looks at us and he's like you know what you guys asked me best piece of advice I can give you come over here and he hands the mallet to Kenny and he's like I want you right now to take your dick and take your balls and place it up on this stone take that mallet and mash as much as you can with all your might, your dick and your balls, because in this lifetime, that piece of flesh between your legs will cost you more money and get you in more trouble than any fucking thing <laughs> that I could ever get rid of that. And you'll be 10 steps ahead of the 100 steps ahead of the game. You know, what? And I was, we looked at him like he was crazy. And it wasn't until years later I was like, oh, my God, that so dude right. really gave us the best piece of advice yeah. when we were too stupid to oh, take yeah. it. And that's oh, how yeah. Billy Fies got his nickname, dude. He pulled that fucking beef Wellington out. They called oh, him Billy baby. Rajol at the time. Slapped they called him Billy Beef Wellington. Banned it, it with the fucking sledge, and he got a boner. They were like, oh, Billy Buys, dude. This yeah. guy's he's a power. Yeah, like the, Billy the guy the got like – this is how hardcore that dude was. Like he had fucking like quad. They told him to quit smoking. He had like stents put in. Still kept smoking. Still kept oh, yeah. drinking. Still At a kept gas station. Murder. Like yeah, like dude, like he was just like he was the owner. Um, hardcore. We call him Diesel Power. So yeah. <laughs> he smoking. So he has a fucking massive heart attack. He gets like a quadra they cut all it's like a quadriplegic so they cut all whatever oh, we're not quadriplegic quad whatever i know, quad I know what you're talking about it. yeah so he goes bypass. Like the full stream. he comes back in and he's sitting there and he's smoking a cigarette just got out of the hospital and we're like dude are you and he we're like how did me and kenny were like are you all right how did they cut you apart he drops this fucking pen right in the middle of 63, right across from the uh, Harleysville Hotel. And he just drops his pants, peck her out, and he's showing us where they went the scope up. Jesus. And he's just like, dude was fucking hardcore. He's like, what? You never seen a pecker before? <laughs> like, he's got that fucking D-bill fucking bam, right? Laying yeah, the hammer dude, down. Dude so, was the fucking man. That, I mean, I'll tell you what, he probably did give you the best advice that any Absolutely. Could ever I remember get. when I was a little kid, my dad told me if it when I was real little, I asked him when I was too young to get it. I was like four or five. But uh he said if it has tits or wheels, it's gonna cost you. That's <laughs> another one. That's, a, Ooh, so that's true. a good one. That's the and fucking then, um, truth. 
don't get into bed with any woman crazier than you because it won't end well. Damn. And, like oh the God. crazy ones are fun, but crazier than you are that, that you can't handle crazy. He's like, don't do that. They're yeah. all crazy, but don't get into one that's like crazier than you that you can't handle it because they will. And he said, God, hang, men hang out with men because God made men to create and the devil created women to destroy good men or something like that. There's something Yeesh. along those lines. Yeesh. That guy's it's a like, nutbag, dude. That's, that guy's a nut. But I no. kind of love it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's some great fucking advice. All right, so let's keep it moving then, right? So after you left the fucking chopper pit with the cocks, you go back to do some landscaping. And then also, this is when you would start, you would go to bartending school. Is that right? Yeah, that where did you, that. Where did you go to bartending school at? Some place in Cherry Hill. International uh, bartender. It was some. It kind of seemed like it was a scam, but it actually worked out pretty good. Yeah, I went like to Trump's real estate school. <laughs> I went to Roslyn School of Bartending. Yeah, it's not a bad gimmick. So, all right. So, like, you go to the bartending school, right? And then after there, real quick. Sorry, Matt. Billy, did you get you got fired from the helicopter spot? Seemed like you you were no, doing no, really well there. there dude. I, I left the helicopter. I left the helicopter spot and I went back to um the landscaping thing because but why it wasn't working yeah there was too much work and everybody was like so behind and all the contractors left so the direct employees had to do 12-hour shifts and i didn't want to move to coatesville they weren't giving you five and a half i was oh i was making double time on the weekends like i was making so much money didn't want to move to coatesville huh at nine months of 12-hour days seven days a week i just i couldn't do it i burned myself out and yeah. I was, I had so much money at that time. I was debt free. And the chick I was with, I thought that I was going to marry her. Mm, and my dad, like, he, my dad was getting ready to move away. She yeah. would bring me to go out to like meet her family. And I'd be dipping out at the table, like at, at dinner, at the restaurant, dipping out on no drugs, no, not even weed, nothing. Wow. No alcohol. Oh, you were so just tired. like that tired. Dude, 12 hours plus two hour driving every Ugh. day. Ugh. And then she would get home and want to bang because it was a new relationship. Yeah. You're like, so oh, get they home. call me Billy B, dude. I'm yeah. fucking get tired home at like, shit. Yeah, she'd get home at like 10, 10.30. And I had to get up at four. So she'd get home at 10.30, wake me up. We'd be banged till like 12.31. Oh. And then I'd wake up at four. Dude, I fell asleep on the way to work like three or four. I got so many tickets because I would pass cops on the way to work. I passed the same cop three times. Same cop. Billy on Bones. two or two, going while, 80 while to 55. Oh. Just one eye open, half asleep, oh, dude. Bro. How are you doing bone sessions from 10.30 to 1 in the morning? What the fuck are you? You on some goat weed? Dude, <laughs> what she would wake doing? me up. She would wake me up, and it was new. It was fresh. It was something uh, like so. Like yeah. thirty minutes, she's just like, oh, let, wait, let me. You're like, all right, we finished early. Cute. Okay, let me get out of it. Let me make a sandwich, and we'll get right back at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Got dude, it. you know how it is in the beginning when oh, they're just throwing at gross. like, and it's like that new honeymoon yeah. phase, and they're yeah. still so hot. You're like, oh my gosh, she's so hot. Yes, dude. and I w- I worked at a fucking warehouse, like a factory with a bunch of old dudes from like all over the country. Oh, so a hot yeah. chick that worked at a gym. Would come back like it was just it was Oof. heaven. Was she Latino? Yeah, that's, that's awesome. No, but she like looked like very dark hair, very uh, like like like, like yeah. uh, Italian or something. Italian, uh, maybe Greek. Yeah. Fucking love it, dude. The Mediterranean, Same, fuck dude. yeah. So okay, I love a good Puerto Rican woman though. I gotta say, where like you fuck her, you're sweating bullets, you know, and she's just like, and that's it. 
adios, papi. And then that's all you got to do, dude. Oh, yep, right out in the, uh, when you're sitting out front of, uh, in the abandoned church parking lot, staring at your Lord and Savior right in the eyes, huh? That's when you're doing it. That's a good story. <laughs> did, a wait, story. did that make it to the, to the second hour, or was that on the hour that was lost? I think that was the second one. That all was right, lost so, tapes, dude. No, it's on the lost tapes? It's on no. the lost tapes. Vic, Vicky Bass, do we not have it? Oh, wait, it was. That was when you re- uh, realized that that you would um, had not hit record. The lost tapes of Atlantis. Yeah. Yep, the lost tapes of Atlantis. All right, I mean, do you want to regale But yo, guess what, guys? If you, if you subscribe to the Working Fucking Perspectives podcast, you go on, you're going to smash that subscribe button. In three weeks, you get a fucking motherfucking private episode of just the bat mickey the bat. the bat talking about when he banged his girlfriend in some church parking lot my dad gave me the gas can yeah you know? and he got a whole shebang eyes locked with jesus at the time stay tuned low life Patreon, baby. coming soon yeah all right so let's keep it going okay so you after bartending school you're able to get a job bartending at bahama breeze oh nice in kop yeah Dude, I, I'll tell you what. I used to, I used to date a chick that didn't last, dude, I, I didn't last long. I started doing drugs and partying, and I, I didn't. I always showed up late, and they kept yeah. threatening to fire me, and they eventually did. Did you make good money? <laughs> did you make good money there? I barely, I barely worked. Yeah, dude. I, I'll honestly, tell you, like, they, I, they have like I did all that, and then that's when right. I just went Billy. I went Billy, uh, Billy Dark Knight of the Soul. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I, went, I took I took the Billy drug route for a little while there. Oh, man. Billy. He Billy, said Billy Benzo's here to stay, baby. Fucking Billy you know, Pill. Yeah. <laughs> Bill the Pill. There we go. I love nice. that, though, dude. Honestly, they had a uh, they had a great tortilla soup over there. Bahama Breeze, they got these gimmicks oh. called plantain nachos, bro. Fucking mm-hmm. forget about it. Oh, I'm fucking dude, that shit's like fucking so good. Damn, we lost the Corpley story and fucking the lost tapes of Atlantis too. God, I'll damn. tell about it. But yo, real quick, the lost tapes. You know how we would go there and it was just like the like you know white ladies from KOP finishing up their shopping. Right, dude. My family and I went there like last winter just because it's like a mutual meeting point. And it okay. was like a late night. So we're like, fuck it. We'll hit Bahamas Breeze. Fucking Bahamas. We haven't been there in 10 years, dude. Right. We go in there. It's like, I don't know if you guys have been into like a modern day, like, you know, from KOP to the city, uh, TGI Fridays. Yeah. All brothers. Yeah. Dude, they got a college ball on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's yeah. They're the they're doing that reggae fucking Caribbean gimmick Bro, with the, with the, with the big this- bowl. I walked in with my mom, you know, and there's a guy like yelling at his, at his baby mom, like, yo, we're splitting this shit, right? We split it. I swear to God. And my mom's like, this place has changed. I'm like, ah, take like, it easy. When did this you know? become the Olive Garden? <laughs> yeah, come on, dude. She's like, I, I didn't mean anything, you know, like, the tortilla soup's great. Damn, Mikey's mom's oh, fucking that's awesome. Your mom's the fucking KKK over here, huh? Jesus. Nah, dude, that's like, that's a totally real white mom thing to say, Damn. completely, you know, honest and just innocent. My yeah, dad, we, on the other hand, if I would have took him there, he'd have been like, hey, uh, 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 Medea goes to lunch, you know, or something. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say Medea goes to lunch? <laughs> yeah, you know, but that's real, though. That's the difference between, like, subtle white guy mom racism and subtle white guy dad Yo, racism. I like, heard. Mom will just be like, oh, it's changed. 
you know yeah. your dad's like oh you know <laughs> i heard a uh a racist <laughs> i heard a, a black guy tell a racist joke the other day and i'll tell it right now and i fucking pissed myself laughing so uh what do michael jackson and caviar have in common i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> they 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 both come on little white crackers nice <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude That's i heard awesome. a, a black guy said that joke i not me but fucking i when i heard that i pissed myself laughing dude they're fucking the best jokes best. yeah there's like a gimmick on like youtube or tiktok where it's like inappropriate dark humor jokes and it's just like these college kids standing at microphones telling like inappropriate jokes back and forth so yeah so either way okay so after the bartending gimmick didn't work out at behama breeze you went back to do some part-time roofing and carpentry and then were you fencing full-time or part-time uh i just did that for like like a summer yeah all right so then fucking sucks dude i understand that with yeah. that dumbass tool where you gotta fucking jam it out. The worst. Yeah, that you that fucking dip job. it, you spin it, you clap it, you wrap it, and you say fucking stun out you later. Forearms though is like oh, car, dude. dude, you're ripping that fucking J-work. thing off after that, babe. Come on. Oh yeah, dude. You jerk off after a day of fence and you'll work your dick right off the front of you, dude. Yeah. Forget <laughs> about it. Forget <laughs> about it. You'll be fucking stumpy bill after that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, dude. So, all right. So let's keep moving. So after that, after you got that, that's when you started to go down the current path you're on the current. I will say this. And I fucking, and I tell this to you when we're working, you are a master of your craft, Bill. You are. Thank you. No, dude. I appreciate it's fucking, that. Thank you. No, like. So what's your craft now, Billy he's Boy? He's a barber. Billy Bobber. Oh, right, right, right. True. So, yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. We lost an hour on the lost fucking tape. lost tape. Some fucking the latest. All right, come on. So either that's, way, that's awesome. That's fucking, fucking Bill. Awesome. So before you did bartending full time, what is the like bar? You or sorry, barbery. Or, before you were bar a barber full time, you went to mm. barber school. So what's barber school like? Uh, it's a shit show. Fuck, really? Yeah, what's going down in barber town? Bunch of bunch of just smoking weed, people doing drugs, and you just pretending to learn. Well, how did basically you learn? all the kids from the Votech school end up <laughs> at this place? You know, yeah, pretty but, much. Uh, that's true, though, right? There's like mannequin yeah. heads, and like, oh, this would be hot. And then the guy that comes out looking like an asshole. My friend went to one of them, and he was like, yep. dude, you basically just have to do your work, and you're the best in the class. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I remember like. I think, Bill, we had talked about it where they don't really teach you a lot of scissor stuff. It's all clippers, right? And mm-hmm. like, um, Yeah, it's a lot of that. Mainly just like anything else, you just need the – you really just need to get the – um, just like the experience. experience. And, and you just have to actually give a shit. Like, that's yeah. – if people – People see that you give a shit. Even like when I sucked in the beginning, they knew I cared. They kept coming back because yeah. they're like, well, at least this kid like He's actually – like, they, Yeah, they could see that like I – I don't know. It like was, it affected uh, you that you weren't per like you wanted perfection every time, even if it's like the last guy of the day and it's been a long day and you're tired and all this stuff. You still want it like 
that's something that you have to have and you can't like that's i mean i feel like you can't teach that to some people but that type of work ethic that's something that you have to be born with and you have to like the 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 need to want to be perfect and like you know you're your own worst critic and you're beating yourself up on like you know like this has got to fucking work you know so not to mention like you have constant criticism so so billy bees tell us how that was like you know you got you're an apprentice so every time you finish up a ball of fade, I know the guy running the shop is looking over your shoulder. He's Not even that, tips. dude. Not even that. The person you, whose hair you're cutting, like imagine being at a job where the person who's paying you is watching your every single move, yeah. right? Like that's legit, Bill. Like you're legit. Like the spotlight's on you. Like I know I don't care because you and me are just like I don't even watch you half the time because you're just doing like the same you know like you're doing your thing right like and we're just like bullshitting and talking you know like I don't even like I watch you but it's not like Some I notice people, yeah yeah go, Some go. people are very entitled and like they'll you'll cut their hair a million times and they'll keep like looking or checking and it's just you know you can't you can't let it get to you but yeah no yeah. It, you gotta it's uh. It's, it's interesting. I, I just kind of more or less, when I got into it, I more or less got into it just for like the art of it. I never realized yeah. how like intimate it would be connecting like with, cause you're in somebody's energy field. You're touching, you're invading somebody's personal space. Like yeah. for a half an hour, like you're or, like, are like this. So it's uh you know, if somebody's in a bad place, you can kind of feel it. If somebody's in a really good energy, you can kind of feel it. Just like when you're, when you hang out with a bunch of your buddies and they're all hammered, like, you feel their energy. Like you almost feel like kind of giddy yourself. So you're around somebody like, and you're in that feet, like you can just, I don't know. It's a, it's a lot more than just a haircut. So people don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, But they also don't. Yeah. And they don't understand how tough it is to maintain that type Mm -hmm. of energy and that type of mental state. Cause dude, you don't have it every day. Right. Like there's some days where it's like, you know, fucking, like it's like tough to just even crack a smile and you're like it's just like i just got to get through this and you know you're fighting internal demons and stuff but then you have to put this face on of oh yeah i'm happy oh i'm cool like everything's good you know like and like other people's demons because you're in their energy field you don't know what the fuck they're going through or what they're fighting and they might say it with their mind, oh, yeah, no, I'm doing great. But they might be doing horrible. You'll feel that pain. Like, you, it's weird, man. Yeah. It's hard to explain. But, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot more to it. And depending on the person. I, I can relate to that as a salesman. Last really? job, you know, I did before this. Oh, yeah, man. So I sold, like, mouth guards, you know, to people with sleep apnea who were yeah. CPAP intolerant. And that's usually like the number one defense. You know, the guys who wear the masks at night, whatever. If you're like claustrophobic or something, you can't take that shit. You know, we'll take care of you. Get this mouth guard, whatever. And it's the same kind of shit. You know, a person comes in, you're talking to them, you know, how you doing, how you sleeping. They're like, all right, all right. You know, and they're bullshit. And next thing you know, like the more you talk to, you're like, this guy fucking hates his life right now. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I'm the only, I might be the only motherfucker this dude feels comfortable talking to about it. Yeah. You know, because I got my hands in his mouth. He doesn't give a shit. You know, his wife's at home. He's like, he's a fucking cunt, dude. Like, yeah. how many times are we going to watch The Voice? You know, he's like, we watch The Voice. He watches, we do repeats. You know, like, people have so much going on. So that's, uh, again, dude, great perspective. You know, like, probably why you're good at this kind of shit, Billy. Honestly, man. 
It's like a lot of people without the patience and shit, dude. A lot of people can't relate to that. You know exactly. You for sure, man. Yeah, no, you get it. So yeah, Yeah. Uh, hats off to you as well. That's you. You get exactly the point. It is. uh, Some people when you say when you say shit like that to some people, it's just words. They're mm-hmm. like, what's he mean? Like, yeah, like, yo, some, oh, yeah, they like, they just, they like want to go along with it, but like, yeah, to actually get it and to really get it, like, yeah, it's, it's intense. It can get intense. It definitely. Can. Yeah. Yep. Plus, too, this like, guy fucking hates everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. How, the, and then it becomes a game because then you're like, how the hell can I, just for fun, try to uplift this guy a little bit because he hates everything about this reality like and then you're kind of like you i don't know it becomes like a joke where like shit that should piss you off and belittle you you just find hilarious because you understand of who he actually is and where his energy's at like where he lives his life at so then it becomes like a game so that you can turn even the negative situations into like a positive one by having fun with it and then these people that are so fucking miserable end up being some of your favorite, most loved clients. They're the best you're clients, like, dude. You're like, wow, clients. that's really who he is. No, yep. like, you don't understand. Like, that's not him being a dick. Like, that's how he lives. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he gets up every day with that. Like, that's, yeah. that's he's eating cereal like that. Yeah. Like, that's the guys like, that work, who you become close with, you know, and they're like nothing like you. Like, you're outside smoking a cig, you know, like, as you're a kid, <laughs> yes. like the head cook. And they like say something racist, and you're like, you know, like, oh, what do I do here? You know, yeah. he says, and you're like, yeah, dude, fuck him. And he's like, I love this kid. And you're yeah. like, all right, I knew I had to give him something there. Like, him and I both know I'm not racist, but I know this guy is the same fucking guy 24 7, church, wah wah. You know, yeah. like, he doesn't give a fuck. I, 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 I respect that, actually. I do, and there's sometimes, dude. They're like some of the funniest fucking people because they really who they really are. They are oh, they're so not trying. They are not fuck, people yeah. pleasing. No, they're not. Like, they're not apologetic to anybody. No. Fuck you if you don't fucking like them. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. They are who they are, and that's why I'm just like I respect the shit out of that yeah. with these too, people. Man. And they're and fucking they're, they're the hilarious. most interesting and the yeah. most awkward and the most unique and the most individual because they actually embrace who they are because that's who they are. Yeah. And like, it's not they don't embrace who others want them to be yeah. so it's like dude like some of the people that come in the shop are f- like this one guy the way he dresses and how he talks like i smoke weed for the aches and pains sir like he's just he's <laughs> off his fucking uh-uh. rocker but he's my favorite i love that guy love yeah. like the word love and the feeling the emotion love that dude yeah but he's off his rocker but he's <laughs> fucking incredible like there's so many people like that that's the one good thing just as much as like there are some people out there that aren't that pleasant, there are some very pleasant people out there. Yeah, that like are very uplifting to be around, and their energy is intoxicating. Especially like like some of the clients I cut that are autistic, they're the nicest, most. Oh. I'm telling you that autism isn't a, like a negative. I think that's an evolutionary of consciousness because these kids yeah. are incredible. A like, lot of people say that. Yeah, the whole They're room, happy, man. just the whole room, the every, the energy in the room just raises. Everybody oh, yeah. gets happier when they're in there. It's crazy. Fuck yeah, dude! They love the coolest shit, dude. I know a couple autistic guys. They love tits. You know, they love fucking competition. It's true. Yeah, and and, and they just like hanging out. You know, just yeah. doing the shit. You know, like they're just they, normal like, fucking talk about guys. Wrestling yeah. and like yeah. all this, you know, I I love that shit, man. Yeah, I do. 
Same. No, that's I, I completely agree with you. The autism, ADHD, all that. It's we're we're all, you know, we're descendants of warriors and, and fighters and it's heightened battle reflexes and you know, it's just a bunch of different things. But it's you know, I, I agree with you on all that stuff. I just think, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And like Bill, you have a ton of regulars. Like right now, like I have to book you three weeks ahead of time because you're booked three weeks out. That's how popular you are as a barber because you're that damn good. And like you have a lot of regulars that come in. Is there like a time where like you're having a bad day and like you got a guy that comes in, you're like, oh, fucking thank God. You know what I mean? Like it's this guy. Because how many cuts do you do a day? Like 20? You know, like how many like because you do a lot of cuts, don't you? Like 15, Um, 20? Um. Sorry. Um, no, I'd probably say, so if it's nine hours, let's just say take an hour off for the break. That's eight. eight, so eight so I can I can do up to 16, depending right. on whether people sign in for beers or not. But a lot of most of the time, it's just half hour appointments. So, yeah, it's so a yeah. lot. It's back to back. It's, it's yeah. a good amount. Yeah. And it's nonstop. You work all the way through. So, yeah, you're looking at like 16 cuts every day which is, and you're packed, which is a lot, you know? So like when you're there, especially when you're getting to like the end, also like that's you memorizing like all these different people, what they want, what they like. And like, you have to remember what like, their lives, oh, like, yeah, yeah what their but, lives have been, what are they, and I, I don't even know how I remember half the shit, honestly. Yeah. Like, dude, there's been things where like, I'd come in and be like, oh fuck, damn, that was so long ago. How the hell did you, you know what I mean? And like, you still remember that shit, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I'm big, big on you for like doing that. And you are, dude, you're the, you're, you're the best of what you do, pal. And I'm not just trying yeah. to blow smoke up your ass. No, no, no. I, I really, I, I appreciate that. Honestly. Yeah, of course, man. And uh, we're going to have a link to like, you know, where people can get their haircut from you and everything in the description of this episode. So look them up. You'll get a good, the best cut you'll ever have. And it'll yeah, be a thank, great experience. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I, I, I'm very grateful to be on here with both of you guys. This has been a great, this is, I, I've had a very, it's been fun. Yeah. Even with the really lost tapes of the lost tapes of Atlantis, you know, like it's been. No, that was a good, I'm glad I experienced that. I had fun with the, the, with the, the three of us. That was a yeah. good time. It was a good hour. So I'll tell you this, Bill, and, and we're going to have uh we're going to have a link to the, the shop where people can find you at and get their haircut by you. And for anyone out there looking for a barber, especially the men listening and even the women. Right. If you want someone to cut your hair and do you upright and take care of you and that you can depend on and, and, you know, have a good time and build a good relationship with Bill is the best guy going. And, you know, like I'll go in there and like, you know, it's almost like every three weeks or a couple weeks that I'll go in. And he remembers shit from fucking two months ago. And I don't know how he does that with hundreds of people that come in and see him. So it's a true skill. He is a true master of his craft. So definitely check out the link in the description and book a session with Bill and you won't fucking regret it. I'll tell you that right now. Billy, Uh, what's your shop? Shout it out. What's your shop? Parker's Barber Shop. Skip back. Oh, you work at Parker's with Chase? And uh, I just get my haircut there for like two years, bro. Nice, nice. (laughs) Yeah, I thought you were going to say you were over there with John the Barber in fucking uh, <laughs> heroin land, dude. I was so happy you're not over there. That's awesome. I'm a barber. You know the guy Dandy? He used to work over at John's. Did you hear what happened to him? What? What happened? So over there at, you know, John's shop, you know, everyone got addicted to dope. In heroin and, town? Uh, 
Yeah, dude. Big time, like, heroin shop. But they were great. Like, and I didn't realize it. You know, this is the same guy I went to high school with. He just cut my hair in the garage. You know, one day he started nodding off, falling asleep, cutting my hair. Yeesh. Cut to a year later. He's down in Florida, dude. And uh, he holds up a CVS with a fake gun in his pocket. Dude, <laughs> it gets booked. Trying to, like, pull the fucking Rite Aid up for perks in Florida. He was dating some chick from the salon, some, like, the bounty hunter looking girl you know Ooh, <laughs> damn. but yeah fun. i just had to sorry throw that in there we had a little connection no. he knew john so i had to say so, you know. no that's a good story I, I will say this guys is that uh usually i would have to confer with my co-host on this but since it's both your first time on here i would love for both of you to come back on if you'd be willing absolutely mick oh yeah dude yeah. the only thing i look for in life i want to be a regular somewhere you know, whether if it's the fucking working perspectives podcast or whatever, you know, I'm down. Hey, man. It well, was a great guys, time, man. You guys yeah. both nailed yeah. this. Really still fucking pissed that we lost the fucking lost hour, the lost tapes yeah, of the dude. land. The lost yeah. tapes. That'll, the that'll, fucking that'll lost hurt tapes, man. That'll hurt. But, you know, I think we made up for it. We had a really good time. This was a blast, man. Bill, always great talking to you. So we're coming to the top of time. Before we get out of here. Good night, uh, man. Yeah, good yeah. Night. Before Billy we get out of before we get out of here, Bill, is there anything you want to say to the fans listening before we leave? Um, I just I just want them to know that I'm very grateful to have spent this time with you guys here. And I'm very yeah. grateful for that hour that we we gained <laughs> that we didn't lose. And yeah. um, I uh, I'm, I look forward to doing it again with both of you guys. Amen. And I wish I could do the plug working professor podcast from that YouTube channel, working professor podcast.com, working professor podcast. I just can't do it though. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I would sorry, do the plug. It- Valiant effort, but no, thank dude. Thank you for coming on. This was great. Yeah, this was awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. And Mickey Bats, anything you want to say to your to your tribe of fans before we get out of here? First and foremost, Uncle Maddie, thank you so much for having me, buddy. Really, it was on, really pal. nice to get on here. Uh, yeah. uh Billy Buys, Billy Buy for the arms, Billy Buy for the sex, <laughs> whatever you call it. Dude, it was great to get to know you, really, man. Like it's guys like you, you know, Billy, and I don't mean to be funny here, guys, yeah. honestly, who makes the world go round, bro. It, it's, the, it's the back-breaking labor, you know, yeah. that is fucking motherfuckers on top of a roof and in the back of a kitchen sweating their ass yeah. off, you know, not getting the dues they should be paid. So, honestly, bro, tip the hat to you for yeah. that, you know. The aristocrat I, I of the working class. It's very big of you. Like I've said the whole time, I praise you for your perspective. It seems like you were one of those kids who got it from the start. I yep. wish I could say I was the same, you know, but I wasn't, man. You know, I, I took a couple bumps because I didn't have the work ethic like you. So really, yeah. man, it, you're you are a uh, someone to look up to anybody who's out there right now in between jobs, whatever. Dude, the next one could be the better one. You know, <laughs> listen to Billy Buzz, dude. First thing you I know, like he's like busting tables. Next thing you know, he's jacking off guys in an airplane. You know, like you can come up <laughs> in this world, dude. tell him, Billy. Yeah, I think everybody should um, definitely be in competition with nobody but themselves. Yeah, be a, be a better version of you every day. Amen, well, brother. Boy. Amen. I like that. Nice. All right. Well, this has been another rousing episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by my cross-promotional co-host and host of the Low Life Podcast, Mr. Mickey Bats. And hey, yo, guest- Mickey Batch, check out the Little Life Podcast, motherfuckers. What's it come out, man? November uh, 5th? That's when it drops, son. Yeah. First well, LL, boy. 
LL Let, Cool Gay. There's we, that me and Let's record one before we give a drop date. But okay. So either way, yeah, Low Life Podcast. Low Life Podcast coming out soon. And for all we know, this this episode could air after your podcast has been released, Mick. So just an FYI, right? Uh, but either way, Low Life Podcast, make sure you check it out. It'll be on the 4th Street Productions podcast platform and podcast channel. Low Life Podcast, part of the 4th Street Productions network. This has been another episode of the Working Perspectives podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied by Mickey Bats, our guest today. Our guest today was the man, the myth, the bad Billy, Billy Brazier, Billy By, Billy Biceps, Billy, Billy Braz, Billy Gets It Done, Bad Billy Big, Billy, Bad Billy Around the Block. Billy Get to the Chopper, Billy, Billy, oh my God. Billy Get to the Chopper, Billy the Barber, Bill Nichols. Uh, you can find him at Parker's Barbershop. There'll be a link in the description of this episode. Highly suggest checking him out, getting yourself taken care of. And then you can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can hang out with us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast and join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk at Working P Pod. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, email us at workperspectives at gmail.com. Also, please God, it's never ending with the nagging. Just please subscribe so my wife will get off my ass about doing the show. Smash right. that subby, dude. Smash that subby. Smash the subby and stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See ya. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, E is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.